legal thoughts. Coleman Jackson, attorney and counselor at law. Our topic today, starting your first business in Texas, Texas tax and federal tax obligations, and the upcoming FinCEN beneficial ownership information reports. Welcome to Legal Thoughts. My name is Coleman Jackson, and I am an attorney at Coleman Jackson Professional Corporation, a taxation, contracts, litigation, and immigration law firm based in Dallas, Texas. In addition to myself, we have Alexis Brewer, tax legal assistant, Liliane Gautiedra, litigation legal assistant, and Johanna Power, tax legal assistant. On today's Legal Thoughts podcast, our tax legal assistant, Alexis Brewer, will be interviewing me on the important topic of starting your first business in Texas, Texas tax and federal tax obligations, and the upcoming FinCEN beneficial ownership information reports. This is a series podcast, and today's episode will focus on starting your first business in Texas, Texas tax and federal tax obligations, and the upcoming FinCEN beneficial ownership information reports. Hi, everyone. My name is Alexis Brewer, and I am a tax legal assistant at the Taxation, Litigation, and Immigration Law Firm of Coleman Jackson Professional Corporation. Our law firm is located at 6060 North Central Expressway, Suite 620, right here in Dallas, Texas. Good afternoon, attorney. Thank you for agreeing to sit with me as I interview you with respect to this hot tax topic, starting your first business in Texas. We'll focus on Texas tax, federal tax obligations, and the upcoming FinCEN beneficial ownership information reports. Let's go ahead and jump in, guys. My first question, attorney, can you give us a quick picture of the type of taxes imposed in the state of Texas? Well, first of all, Alexis, I would like to say good afternoon, and it's very exciting to know that you have passed a recent bar exam. Congratulations. That is a great accomplishment. Thank you so much, attorney. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Now let's me get to let me get to your question. First and foremost, everyone needs to understand that the state of Texas imposes a series of taxes on individuals and businesses, but there are no income taxes in Texas. Also, folks, and individuals and businesses need to understand that property taxes are levied by local governments, such as city, county, school districts, and et cetera, throughout the state of Texas. The law of local property taxes is fairly straightforward, and our law firm does not practice in this area of tax law. So let me name several of the significant taxes imposed on individuals and businesses. Texas has imposed the following taxes, among others. One, limited sales, use, and excise taxes are imposed on individuals and businesses. Two, Texas franchise taxes are imposed on certain types of businesses. Three, estate and generation skipping taxes are imposed on estates. Four, unemployment compensation taxes are imposed on employers in Texas with employees. Five, alcoholic beverages taxes are imposed on establishments 
of such licenses to sell or distribute alcoholic beverages and products. Sixth, insurance taxes. Seven, hotel taxes are imposed on guests of hotels, motels, and similar establishments. Eight, motor fuel taxes. This is just a list of eight types of taxes, Alexis, imposed by the state of Texas, which generates the most revenue for the state. There are a number of other types of taxes that Texas imposes on individuals and businesses operating within the state of Texas. Anyone wishing to discuss or learn more about these taxes can contact us with any specifics or follow our blogs at www.cjacksonlaw.com or follow our Legal Thoughts podcast or follow our Law Watch videos on our YouTube channel where we frequently discuss various topics dealing with taxation, contracts, litigation, and immigration matters that folks ought to know about. Attorney, that leads me right into my second question. What's the number one type of tax imposed by the state of Texas that everyone in Texas needs to know about? Well, Alexis, property taxes that are imposed by local governments is clearly a tax everyone in Texas should be aware of since Texas is one of the highest property tax states in the nation. Property taxes are taxes imposed by local governments, as I've said before, throughout the state of Texas. Everyone residing in Texas need to know about the property tax system in Texas because this is how public schools are financed, as well as public hospitals and health services and a number of other major local and municipal services. Alexis, with that said, the number one type of tax imposed by the state of Texas that everyone needs to be aware of is the Texas Limited Sales, Use, and Excise Tax. Which, is, which applies to most purchases of goods and some services in Texas. Remember, as I previously stated, Texas does not have a state income tax. So our listeners should be asking themselves, so how does the state of Texas pay its bills? The limited sales use and excise tax is by far the biggest tax revenue generator for the state of Texas. The limited sales, use, and excise tax generates about 58% of Texas tax revenues annually. This is the first major tax imposed by the state of Texas that everyone in Texas must be aware of. And anyone operating a business or thinking about starting a business in Texas or moving to Texas from some other state must do their due diligence with respect to whether their products, goods, and services are subject to the limited sales, use, and excise tax. If their products and services are subject to this tax, the business owner is a trustee for the state of Texas and must attain a sales tax permit, collect the appropriate sales taxes from each transaction, and report and submit the monies to the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts who is the chief tax collector for the state of Texas. Business owners and other responsible parties can become personally liable for messing with Texas with respect to these sales, use, and excise tax matters. Texas imposes a 
0.25% sales and use tax on sales, leases, and rentals of touchable, movable property. In Texas, we call that tangible property. And on certain specified services in Texas Tax Code Section 151, Texas also imposed, imposed a 6.25% tax on these itemized listings that's in Tax Code Section 151. Localities are also allowed to impose up to a maximum of 2%. That's 2% sales and use tax in addition to this 6.25% state tax percentage within their, on transactions within their jurisdictions. The maximum limited sales, excise, and use tax permitted in the Texas tax code, Alexis, is 8.25% of the gross taxable sales amount. The sales and use tax are complementary, which means that Texas only gets to collect the tax as a sales tax paid by the purchaser at the time of the sale or as a use tax paid by the merchant in the event the sales tax was not paid by the purchaser at the time of sale. Bottom line, the tax should only be paid once either as a sales tax or as a use tax. Merchants in Texas are required under, under the Texas tax code to collect the tax as a trustee for the state of Texas. Since the United States Supreme Court's Wayfair decision a couple of years ago, out-of-state merchants selling to customers in the state of Texas could be subject to the same Texas tax code obligations as brick and mortal merchants operating facilities and with warehouses and agents physically located within the state of Texas. The Texas Comptroller has issued guidance for out-of-state providers of taxable services and goods selling into the state of Texas to customers inside Texas, which can be found on the Comptroller's website. A lot of useful information can be found on the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts website related to this uh, limited sales, use, and excise tax and other issues involving taxation in Texas. Any merchant inside the state or outside the state who conducts a business subject to the Texas limited sales, use, and excise tax must attain a sales tax permit from the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts. Again, the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts is the chief tax collector for the state of Texas who administers the Texas tax code. All kinds of useful and informative information can be found on the Comptroller's website. Is there any other major tax imposed by the state of Texas that impacts business owners in Texas? Alexis, another major tax imposed in Texas is something we call the Texas Franchise Tax, which is also known as the Margins Tax. The Texas Franchise Tax is a tax imposed on some businesses for the privilege, let me repeat that, for the privilege of doing business in Texas. It's a privileged tax. Anyone interested in this topic can find this tax in the tax code. Several entities subject to the Texas Franchise Tax are corporations, limited liability companies, LLCs, including single-member 
and or husband and wife own LLCs, banks, state limited banking associations, savings and loans are also subject to the Texas franchise tax. S corporations, professional corporations also subject to this franchise tax. Partnerships, general limited and limited liability, trusts, professional associations, joint ventures, and other business entities not exempt by the statute are subject to the Texas franchise tax. Entities not subject to the franchise tax are sole proprietorships, general partnerships, when ownership consists solely of natural persons or individuals. The partnership cannot have any legal entity owners, fictions, legal fictions. They must be natural persons, individuals. Certain grantor trusts, estates of natural persons and escrows. Exempt entities under tax code section 171, subchapter B, are also exempt from the Texas franchise tax. Various other unincorporated passive entities, real estate investment trusts, and entities classified under insurance code chapter insurance code chapter 2212, as well as certain trusts subject to Internal Revenue Code Section 401A. That's federal law. Internal Revenue Code Section 401A or 501C9 organizations. Alexis, the actual computation of the tax franchise tax can be an extremely complicated accounting computation. In my humble opinion, any business subject to this tax should hire a very competent certified public accountant who works with business owners who must regularly pay franchise taxes. Many businesses, perhaps most Texas businesses who are subject to the Texas franchise tax only have to file a no tax due report each year. Franchise tax reports are filed annually online with the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts, and there are penalties for failure to file and or failure to timely pay any franchise taxes that the entity may owe for the period. Attorney, so far we've been discussing some of the taxes imposed by local governments, like the property tax in particular imposed locally, and some of the important taxes imposed by the state of Texas in this podcast. For example, the sales use and excise tax and the franchise tax. There are some upcoming changes on the federal law horizon that you mentioned to me a few days ago. I think we should wrap up this podcast by explaining that. So can you briefly explain what the Corporate Transparency Act is and its key provisions? Yes, certainly, Alexis. This is a great question and it's a very important one as well. This past year, Congress passed the Corporate Transparency Act. That's the CTA, as a part of the Anti-Money Laundering Act of 2020, AMLA. The stated goal of the AMLA was to aid the federal government in detecting and preventing money laundering, tax fraud, and other illicit activities. The Corporate Transparency Act, as a result, imposes new mandatory reporting obligations with the stated intention of catching and stopping this illicit behavior. The FinCEN reports created under this mandatory rules are called Beneficial Ownership Information Reports. Beneficial Ownership Information Reports 
otherwise known as BOI reports, Beneficial Ownership Information Reports. The Corporate Transparency Act will require most corporations, limited liability companies, and other entities created in or registered to do business in the United States to report information about their beneficial owners, the persons who ultimately own or control the company, to the United States Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN. Now, FinCEN is not the same as the Internal Revenue Service. Both of these agencies are, however, agencies of the United States Department of Treasury. The Corporate Transparency Act and its new reporting requirements is a huge change coming for all businesses structured under any state or tribal entity organization structuring laws and impose significant new disclosure obligations on business organizers and business owners of entities structured under state and tribal business organization laws. The Financial Crimes Network, FinCEN, is the U.S. Department of Treasury agency authorized to enforce the Corporate Transparency Act. The final rules implementing the Corporate Transparency Act was published by the Financial Crimes Network, FinCEN, on September the 30th, 2022, only a few days ago, in the Federal Register, and applies to domestic and foreign reporting companies of all sizes, including, Alexis, the smallest of companies. A reporting company is a corporation, limited liability company, or any other entity created by filing entity structuring instruments with a secretary of state or any similar office under the law of a state. For example, in Texas, the term reporting companies would include most business entities structured under the business organization code, with the exception of sole proprietorships and general partnerships. If the business filed organizational documents with the Texas Secretary of State, the final FinCEN rules published September 30th, 2022, implementing the Corporate Transparency Act applies to them. A beneficial owner under the FinCEN final rule includes any individual who directly or indirectly, one, exercises substantial control over a reporting company, or two, owns or controls at least 25%, that's 25% of the ownership interest in a reporting company. Attorney, these sound like huge changes for business owners. Do you mean to say that the rules apply to even a mom and pop business that operates as an LLC? What kind of information would such a mom-and-pop organization and other businesses structured under state law have to file, and where will they have to file it? Yes, Alexis, that is exactly what I am saying. The final FinCEN rules do not exempt small businesses from the obligations imposed on affected business organizations. The rules apply to the mom-and-pop that you're describing, that limited liability company that they own, 
as well as other businesses structured under state and tribal laws. They all meet the definition of reporting company and must comply with the reporting rules. When a reporting company files a Beneficial Ownership Information Report, or BOI report, with Financial Crimes Network, FinCEN, they are required to identify themselves and report four types of information about each of its beneficial owners. Let me repeat that. When a reporting company files a Beneficial Ownership Information Report, or BOI report, with Financial Crimes Network, FinCEN, they are required to identify themselves and report four types of information about each of its beneficial owners. One, name. Two, birth date. Three, address. And four, a unique identifying number issued by a jurisdiction in an acceptable document. A copy of this acceptable identifying document must be sent to FinCEN for inspection. The document must be valid and current. The FinCEN final rules issued uh, on September 30th, 2022, implementing the Corporate Transparency Act and the related new reporting obligations are effective on January 1, 2024. That is, they become effective January 1, 2024. Reporting companies created or registered before January 1, 2024 will have one year until January 1, 2025 to file their initial BOI reports, Beneficial Ownership Information Report, with the four categories of, of information that I've just listed previously. Reporting companies created or registered after January 1, 2024, will have 30 days after receiving notice of their creation or registration, you know, like their notice or, uh, or certificate from the Secretary of State's office, to file their initial BOI reports. When they receive that St Secretary of State uh, registration notice, effective, then they have to file, they have 30 days to file their first BOI reports. Alexis, our law firm will continue to monitor developments with respect to the Corporate Transparency Act and FinCEN announcements implementing the BOI rules. Our office has been filing FBAR reports with the Financial Crimes Network on behalf of taxpayers for years now. And FinCEN is where the new BOI reports will be filed as well. Any of our listeners should follow our blogs and Legal Thoughts podcasts where we discuss these types of tax issues and matters. Well, attorney, thank you for sitting with me today to explain the tax obligations of starting a new business in Texas. Today, the key takeaways from this podcast were first, we discussed the Texas sales and use tax. It's a major tax imposed by the state of Texas, impacting everyone who buys or sells goods and services in Texas. Next, we discussed the Texas franchise tax. It too is a major tax imposed by the state of Texas on certain businesses structured under the Texas Business Organization Code and filed with the Texas Secretary of State and potentially the big federal rule coming up in 2024. That federal rule that even impacts mom and pop LLCs. 
That new mandatory final rules issued by the Financial Crime Network, FinCEN, on September 30th, 2022, implementing the Corporate Transparency Act, which requires businesses structured under state or tribal entity organization laws to file Beneficial Ownership Information Reports, or BOI reports, with the Financial Crimes Network beginning January 1st, 2024. Our office needs to watch the BOI report developments and perhaps produce future blogs and videocasts and legal thoughts podcasts on that topic for our listeners. To our listeners who want to hear more podcasts like this one, subscribe to our Legal Thoughts podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Everyone take care and come back in about two weeks for more taxation, business structuring, contracts litigation, and immigration legal thoughts from Coleman Jackson PC, located right here in Dallas, Texas at 6060 North Central Expressway, Suite 620, Dallas, Texas 75206. For our English callers who wanna call into our office, our number is 214-599-0431. For our Spanish callers, the number is 214-599-0432. And for our Portuguese callers, the number is 214-272-3100. This is the end of Legal Thoughts for now. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to inform you about starting your first business in Texas, Texas tax and federal tax obligations, and the upcoming FinCEN Beneficial Ownership Information Reports. If you want to see or hear more taxation, business structuring, and contracts litigation and immigration legal thoughts from Coleman Jackson, PC, Subscribe to our Legal Thoughts podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned. We are here in Dallas, Texas, and want to inform, educate, and encourage our communities on topics dealing with taxation, litigation, and immigration. Until next time, take care.